I was an options seller, period. Since that point, I'm an options buyer. A lot of that had to do with the fact of I would have these 80% win rates, and it's not an exaggeration. 80 plus percent win rate years, yet I would still be losing money. That was because my losers, as infrequent as they were, were much bigger in size than all my winners combined. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey, can you do me a favor? I really want to help you with trading, and the easiest way for me to do that is by heading to secretinvestingbook.com to get my book, The Secret Investing Book, totally free. All you're doing is covering the shipping price, and we'll send you this book that exposes 13 virtually unknown secrets to take the guesswork out of trading. So grab your copy now at secretinvestingbook.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes. Good afternoon, traders. Happy second day of August, 2023. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I know the market is not having a fantastic... We actually have a down day on the market today. Who would have thought? Uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Let's get right into our market analysis. Welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. And with our outlier trading strategy, we're gonna let the market tell us which direction to trade. So we're gonna look over the 10, over the 20, price over the 50 on the SPY, which we have here. You can see the 10 over the 20, price over the 50. Next, MMFI, we want the same here. Uh, MMFI is the black line. The moving averages are the colored lines. And as you can see, around let's call it 63 or so it'll actually be under the 50 period moving average so it's not quite bearish yet but it's getting close uh so we still have um this and this are good to go so so far offensive day it looks like uh next grab the outlier data for today's buy and sell signals so we're only looking long because the market is still bullish and of the signals we got these on here. So there were a handful for today, which I've already taken, dropped in the outlier scanner. And would you know, look at that. There's a handful that show set up for entry. Now, I've taken it one step further just to save you a little bit of time. And I have gone to the outlier list, which are of those three. Strategy test, AMAT has a positive back test, where the other two have a negative back test. You can see that. Uh, however, AMAT, when I ran the um, outlier backtest, which is where we take the outlier data and plot it right onto the chart to check out how it did. All right, we're doing a, a double backtest here, Transpider and outlier backtest. Um, it didn't work so well. There were only two times that uh, we would have taken these trades, and both of those were stop losses. Um, where is it at? drawings there so not to say that uh the third time wouldn't be lucky but i mean i don't have enough data honestly if the first two came through as stop losses um that 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 zero for two <laughs> that doesn't give me warm and fuzzies as far as having positive expectancy here so this pass but i'm not going to say that this pass so we are uh, we're out of trading today. I mean, today is going to be another transition day because of this. We're not in the market waiting for valid setups. Uh, I don't mind staying out of the market today, especially on a weekday. Not a weekday, but a weekday uh, where the market's finally having a pullback down to the 20. We may see 
Um, it would be really great. Honestly, it would be an awesome entry point for a lot of people. Uh, we may see this bounce up off the 20 and continue going. I don't know. But here's something that I was super stoked. Uh, so recently I learned about these order blocks and I, and I did a lot of research on these. And what they are is essentially they're, they're um, big orders that were implemented by uh, institutions, market makers, hedge funds, etc. Uh, back at these points in time, right? And these points in time. Well, as you can see here, this point in time where they made these big orders, March 30th, some of those got tripped in the last week, right? They were sitting out there waiting to get filled and they just got filled in the last week and the market rejected it right there. I mean, these order blocks are some of the coolest things that I've seen in a while. So combining these, uh, we're gonna start putting them as part of our exit criteria. So if the stock that we're, that we're in is moving up into an order block, just like Spy did right here, if it goes into that order block, we're done with that that uh, that trade. Um, a couple others I thought were interesting, uh, watching them play out, right? So this one in JP Morgan, the order block started down here, and it came up, it came right back down, and then as you can see, when it came back into this area, it bounced hard, like really, really strong uh, move out of that order block there. So, convert, uh, thinking the same thought here, it's very possible that as it comes up into here, it might hit and then come back this direction. Um, see if I can find a couple other examples. Uh, Starbucks, right? These order blocks were created, geez, how long ago were these made? November 2021 and January 2022. Price came into this area, soundly rejected. So I'm looking at these like, wow, this is super, super cool. And same story here. If it got down into this area, I would expect it to have um, a bounce back up. Uh, Walmart, let's see, nothing. See, whenever they're made but not tagged, they can just sit there for a while before they actually come back. Let's go to Apple. Apple's making one right now. Same with these. They were created but not tagged to bounce back off of. I'll just look at a couple of others real quick. Oh, here we go. Amazon's really interesting, right? Because it's kind of in between. So I created one here, bounced up, created one here, and it's been bouncing between the two. Um, and here's another example. It was created here, came up, bounced down, and then took off after that point. So definitely, definitely something that I'm interested in uh, as part of our strategy two things. We don't want to trade as we're moving into an order block. And we definitely want to take our profits as we are coming into an order block as well. Uh, G I'm just thinking of the last ones we recently had, which was GE and Morgan Stanley. So Morgan Stanley, this was really interesting. So um, this was created the day that we got in. Now, I'm not sure if it would show up on the chart on that day. If it would, then we'd want to get out. Uh, or not even take that trade. As you can see, man, just got handily rejected. But if it ever does come back to this point, I could see it get rejected again. And then same uh, in this area. Oh, here we go. It was created back in May, had one time bounced off of it, two times bounced off of it, and three times went up. So yeah, super, super, super excited to have this as part of our uh, trading strategy. So let's move into our final thoughts. The market is completely melting down today, but we're sitting pretty. We're not stressing. 
unless you are an option seller. Now, I have um, written extensively inside of the Secret Investing Book, which you can get for free at secretinvestingbook.com, about selling options and buying options and all about the options. Options Delta, options strategies, etc. And I will tell you that during the time of writing that, I was an options seller, period. Since that point, I'm an options buyer. A lot of that had to do with the fact of I would have these 80% win rates, and it's not an exaggeration. 80 plus percent win rate years, yet I would still be losing money. That was because my losers, as infrequent as they were, were much bigger in size than all my winners combined. And there was a real disconnect there, and I remember Steve Burns, um, Steve Burns and I specifically talked about this. He said, yeah, Chris, um, I used to trade that way too until I realized I wanted to make money. I, I will never forget him telling me that because that would hurt. <laughs> but here's the life of an option seller, right? Looking a little bit like this guy, a little bit beat up, a little bit stressed out. And this is what it was like for me. And I tell people that I think selling options is an insidious way to trade. What do I mean by an insidious way to trade? It plays out right here. Because with an option that you sell, you can lose money, lose money, lose money, lose money every single day, yet at the same time, your uh, trade still has the potential to be profitable. You're losing money, losing money, losing money, yet it's not in the money. Maybe you sold an out of the money option. You're losing money, hand over fist, but if you just hold on a little bit longer, then you'll actually start making money. I can't tell you how many nights of sleep I lost because of this. So this graphic right here kind of really represents what happens, right? So you want to sell it when it's high. So so let's say we sold it at $1.50. And you want to buy it back to close as it comes down and, and um, gets worth less. So it's gone down to a dollar. So 50 cents made. LOL, that was easy. And you can see it comes right back up to nearly where we got in. Oh, I should have closed, right? So day after day, you're watching it move up and move down and move up and move down and move up and move down and, oh, easy money, baby. Oh, and then it goes up the wrong way and it's it's now in the money. The one you sold is now in the money and it's like, oh, this is bullcrap. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, and then you get to this point and you're like, oh, 10 days of stress just to break even. Like I said, it's insidious. And then, ah, oh, finally I closed it. I was never worried. This was what it was like for me. This is exactly what it was like for me. I'm not exaggerating when I say that was what trading was like for me. Stressful, awful, terrible, no good, very bad. Because you could make, use round numbers here, you could make 100 and lose 400. So rather than, you know, waiting and taking 50 cents off the table, because I can only make 100 total like max. I'm not going to take 50 cents now. And then, oh no, now I'm down $350. But if I leave it a little bit longer, oh sweet, I was never worried. But this is how I learned to trade initially. From people who I really trusted. And I could not make money. I don't know if I was the special one because everybody else could do it except for me. But I know that this was the life that I lived and I hated it. 80% win rates and still not profitable. 
means it ain't working right. So thank you all so much for coming to today's 10-minute trading room. Uh, there's a chance, very, there's a chance. There is a chance. The market will bounce off the 20 right here. And we'll get busy back being long. There's a chance. There's also a chance this is a canary in the coal mine. And we could be seeing a lot lower prices in the near future. But that's why we as traders cannot tell the market what we want it to do. All we can do is follow along and make educated choices and keep our risks small. Thank you so much for coming to today's 10-Minute Trading Room. I'll see you right back here tomorrow. Talk soon. Hey, don't forget to grab your free secret investing book over at secretinvestingbook.com while it's still available.